0: Oh, what fresh hell is this? This is the Cigar Tipsters Podcast. All right, guys and girls, Mark from Cigar Tipster, and I'm sitting here with Kirk Chalmers. Kirk, how's it going?
1: Great, Mark. Uh, Glad to be here uh, enjoying a fine cigar by Rocky Patel. Uh, We're smoking today the Rocky Patel Royale, made out of their uh, Nicaraguan factory.
0: And just if you're wondering, the breakdown on this particular cigar, the wrapper is Ecuadorian Sumatra. Uh, Binder is Connecticut Broadleaf and Connecticut Shade, so you get a nice double binder in there. Filler is Nicaraguan Triple Lajero, and I've got to say, at least early first impressions, it's
1: pretty good. Yeah, this cigar is uh, kind of right in that Rocky Patel line of expertise where they they make a complex flavor that appeals to the complex palate. We just got going here. Initial thoughts are really this is a uh, Boulder cigar similar to maybe the uh, 15th anniversary Or maybe even the decade.
0: And both of these cigars we're smoking today are the Robusto size, the 55 by 52 ring gauge. Both have been cut with a wedge cut, and both were lit with a Commonwealth Cedar Spill. If you want more information on those, just go to www.cedarspills.com. Great way to light a cigar, and he'll even make custom spills for you. Uh, Make great gifts or great uh, additions to a man
1: cave. Absolutely, and it's a classy way to light the cigar with no impurities, no altercations to the flavor. It is probably the purest way to light your cigar.
0: To quote Commonwealth, it's uh, roast and toast your cigar, not torch and scorch, but uh, good stuff there. Uh, Just some new and noteworthy things that we've run across over the past couple of weeks. I want to throw out uh, a thank you to Drew Estate for sending us some of the new Herrera Esteli Lanceros, those have been quite good. Expect a full review of those coming up in the next couple of weeks. Uh, same blend as the original Herrera Esteli, just in a new Lancero size. And personally, I'm a huge fan of Lanceros, so uh, I'm kind of a sucker for that one, to be honest.
1: Another cigar I've mentioned, we just had an event with uh, Casa Magna. The Casa Magna cigars are one of the most successful cigars in the last uh, six, seven years. They've been in the top 25 of cigar aficionado. Five of the last six years, including the number one spot in 2008. It's a Nicaraguan Puro, full of great flavors, uh, medium strength, cedary notes, a little bit of sweetness. Uh, Costa Magna Colorado is absolutely something you want to add to your try list.
0: Absolutely. Uh, we tried a couple of different cigars during that event, but the, the Colorado really stood out. It's just a fantastic cigar. And also a very well-priced cigar, not expensive at all. Uh, Another big portion of that event uh, featured Josh Everett's, who created a great piece of historical cigar art that features Winston Churchill. Uh, You can follow him on Twitter at Studio7X47. And for those in the know, 7x47 is, of course, the Churchill Cigar Vitola.
1: Josh is a successful businessman-turned-artist. This, uh, the, the piece that he has available for sale right now is that Churchill piece that, that Mark just explained, but it's actually part of a series where he's going to do two additional pieces that are historic, historically based that includes cigars, and I think they might actually be all three different Churchill-related pieces, Winston Churchill-related pieces.
0: And the interesting thing about the current piece that's available, it's I mean, a piece of art that you could hang just about anywhere. It's not obviously cigar-themed until you get up to it and actually take a closer look at it. That's the interesting piece of
1: what we have here. The the Rocky Patel Royal, Royale, excuse me, just getting started here, really is uh, coming out just earthy and bold. It is smooth, wrong flavors. Uh, I'd go maybe coffee and, and earthy.
0: Yeah, it's definitely got a great earthy flavor. I'm getting a little bit of spice out of mine. Uh, I'd say something along the lines of a black pepper, but it's also very smooth. It's not a harsh cigar by any means.
1: Finish. The finish holds on just for a moment. That's where I'm really getting the coffee flavors in the finish. Another
0: cigar I want to take just a moment to talk about, comes from a new offering from House of Emilio, more specifically Nomad. Uh, They just released their new Connecticut Fuerte. Fred Rui is the owner of Nomad Cigars, and he talked about the difficulty in blending this Connecticut cigar. He said it took him over two years to actually come up with the final blend, and it's a very interesting cigar. I've had the opportunity to smoke it once. It's definitely not your typical Connecticut cigar. It's a spicier, more flavorful Connecticut-wrapped cigar. And you can follow Fred over on Twitter at Godfather if you want to know more information about that cigar or his other great cigars in the Nomad line.
1: That's something we've been seeing more of in the cigar industry are the, uh, the Connecticut's or the lighter strength cigars that include spice and more flavor. I think, historically speaking, most Connecticut shades have been mild smooth a little bit creamy a little bit sweet but they've all avoided that spice note and lately we're seeing not just lately but the camacho connecticut has that spice the uh, the nomad uh, so it's, it's a growing trend and it's absolutely if you if you like light strength cigars but want something other than smooth and a little bit sweet if you want some bolder flavors definitely give the nomad a try
0: Yeah, and I'm definitely a fan of this trend of the somewhat spicier Connecticut-wrapped cigars. I, in the past, have tended to shy away from Connecticut cigars just because I don't think that they have the flavor of the darker wrappers, but the Connecticut Fuerte from Nomad is one exception to that rule. So give that a try if you get a chance. Coming back to the Rocky and Rocky Patel in general, Rocky is a guy who has, quite frankly, a fascinating history. And in terms of how he got into the cigar industry, if you want to spend a moment explaining some of that.
1: Sure. I, you know, I can't chronicle, chronicle his whole uh, whole history, but what I do know is that Rocky Patel started out as a, a lawyer in the entertainment industry in California. And it was during that time that he got into cigars and kind of noted that, you know, there's room for a special company. And he took his connections, he took his love for cigars, and he started blending and creating cigars almost immediately. And this was back in 1996, I think, he started his first cigar company called the Indian Tobacco Cigar Company. And those are cigars that you'll still see available today, I think mostly sold online as part of a sampler. But uh, Rocky Patel is the one who started the Indian Tobacco Cigar Company and ran it until 2003 which is when he created his first vintage Rocky Patel. I believe it was the vintage 1990. And how that came about was Rocky was in Honduras, he came across some great bundles of old Honduran tobacco, and he knew he needed to include him in something special, and it kind of went from there. And, and since 2003, Rocky Patel has easily grown to one of the probably top 10 most successful cigar companies in modern history.
0: Absolutely, I mean he he is an absolute juggernaut in the cigar industry, and he has a lot of blends out there. And of the ones I've had, I can't recall off the top of my head having one I did not like.
1: Absolutely, the uh, the, the variety of blends he has it's it's one of those things as a, as a cigar retailer. If someone comes in not knowing what they want, I'm confident that I can walk over to the Rocky Patel section and pick out a cigar that that customer is going to enjoy. From what I can tell, this Rocky Patel Royale is no exception, absolutely delightful so far with uh, again that earthy, coffee, creamy taste and I'm getting a hint of sweetness that my palate would just describe as nutty so far.
0: I was just trying to put my finger on it when you said that, what the exact sweetness is, but it's definitely there, and it may creep up in intensity as we get a little further into the stick. Just real quickly, I want to throw out a thank you to Patriot Cigars, uh, at Patriot Cigars on Twitter, for lending us our state-of-the-art studio space here in the back of their store, which, in case you're wondering, just happens to be a high-top table.
1: It's absolutely Uh, our pleasure. We love Mark and Mark from Cigar Tipsters. They are uh, doing a service to the cigar industry by providing their honest unbiased reviews in the uh the most humble and professional way possible so thank you to uh cigar tipsters and mark and mark
0: always happy to be here and happy to support this store uh i don't know we've been coming in here for about probably a year and a half now but it's of all the cigar stores i've had the opportunity to go into it's definitely my my favorite haunt i have been accused of living here on occasion
1: he he did bring his robe once uh (laughs) and tried to take a bath in our sink
0: yeah, that, that's when he tried to kick me out, and I, I decided that it would be better just to leave my toiletries at home and just make this a an occasional stop. Okay, we're about one-third of the way into the Royale, and so far I can say that it's been very consistent, uh, getting a lot of uh, coffee and peppery flavors mixing together quite nicely. Uh, I know you had mentioned some sweetness earlier.
1: Yep, hints of sweetness. But it's all wrapped in a very smooth creamy smoke i think noteworthy is that in the february issue of cigar aficionado the royale received a 91 rating which is outstanding i consider anything above 90 to be special this is a boxed press cigar there are some folks out there who don't like box press but don't let that discourage you from trying it it's absolutely it's a, it's a must-have must try
0: yeah i don't see a huge difference between box press and your standard hand-rolled cigars I, I don't think it makes at least for me a huge difference in the flavor
1: and if you're a fisherman or a golfer the box press works great because you can set it down on the ledge of your golf cart or the edge of your boat and it's not going to roll away exactly
0: and while we're on the subject of just premium cigars in general we have a fight going on in Washington right now where the FDA is attempting to lump premium hand-rolled cigars in with machine-made cigars and that's something that doesn't need to happen, because if it does, it's going to push cigar prices absolutely through the roof.
1: Um, it's a it's a slippery slope. It's the FDA isn't asking for anything absurd up front, but once they get their claws in, it's only going to get worse and worse. And before we know it, uh, the USA will be just like Australia, where the the cigar boxes have to be plain wood. You can't have cigar bands. You can't talk about the flavors of a cigar, all you can mention is that it has certain tobaccos. Uh, even the cigar shops, when you walk in, you can't even see the cigar boxes and the cigars. They have to have brown paper bags over the cigars, inside cabinets. Because apparently, just seeing a cigar makes kids want to smoke them. And it's just getting absurd. So we need to do everything we can to keep the FDA and more regulations away from the cigar industry.
0: I agree totally, and there's a group out there, the Cigar Rights of America, CRA for short, that that are out there fighting this fight on behalf of all smokers. You can check out their website, cigarrights.org. Myself and my father here at Cigar Tipsters are members of the CRA, and you can find a link to the CRA on our website, cigartipsters.com. If you go to cigarrights.org, One of the first things you're going to see on top is how to help in this fight against the FDA. Basically, uh, the FDA is asking for public comment on this subject, and CRA is making it incredibly easy for you to provide public comment to the FDA with form letters that you can customize to your personal liking and basically create and send all through the CRA website. So they're streamlining that process.
1: It's one of those things, guys, where you know it takes five minutes to go onto the website and maybe three more minutes to fill out this form and the the consequences of not taking action uh could be terrible it could be that the end of cigar smoking as we know it it might mean that that you're not able to enjoy your friday night uh cigars with your buddies or if you are able to still enjoy it that it costs twice as much money as it does now so take 10 minutes out of your day, go to cigarrights.org, and the first thing you'll see is this button that says take action. Just click on that button and fill out the form, and uh, then you can say you've done your part.
0: And also, I recommend anyone who has the love of premium cigars like we do, for $35, you can join CRA for one year and be a part of this fight, but also you get some things, some extras for being a part of that. You get two limited edition cigars just for joining, $20 value, so that's over half of your membership fee right there. Plus you get a six-month trial subscription to Cigar Insider and a digital subscription to Cigar Aficionado. $35 may seem like a lot up front, but when you break down what you're getting for that $35, you're getting more than your money's worth out of that value. And you also get a membership card and a key tag, and I know many cigar stores around the nation provide discounts just for CRA members.
1: And in case you're wondering where the money goes, uh, the money goes to the lobbyists uh, in the Capitol. They're the guys talking to our congressmen and senators, educating them, and proving to them, essentially, that cigars are nothing like cigarettes. It's nothing like chewing tobacco, and it does not need to be regulated in the same way.
0: Exactly. It's it's two totally different subjects, and the faster that the FDA realizes that, the better it's going to be for all of us.
1: I think I, I heard the other day that 48 states right now have individual tobacco taxes on top of what the federal government is already taxing. And some states are just absurdly high. Uh, the state of Minnesota, for example, has a 70%, that's 70% tobacco tax on their cigars, which means that if you're buying a cigar at a retail shop in Minnesota, you're spending potentially 4 or $5 more than you would if you bought that cigar in Alabama, for example, where the Alabama tobacco tax is only 14 cents per cigar. This is a a good example of why you got to take action, of why you got to do something because your state could be next. If you enjoy cigars and you enjoy getting them for a reasonable price, you got to get involved.
0: Absolutely. Coming back to the Royale, I I just want to throw out that it does have a nice tight ash. I'm not gonna giggle <laughs> like I did last time when I said that
1: Mark's favorite phrase
0: has a great nice tight ash Burns evenly smoke is very consistent great draw. Honestly up until this point. I'm not really having any issues with the stick
1: Nothing it, it is perfect construction And that's really what I think everyone's come to expect from the Rocky Patel line Just never an issue with, uh, with, with draw, with burning straight The ash holds well. This really is a a pretty cigar to look at. Basically the band is a similar color to the vintage 90. Uh, I think they made it a little more brown and it has a nice gold trim on it. And that in contrast to the kind of milk chocolate look of the wrapper, It's a really handsome cigar.
0: Well, and you threw out a buzzword, construction, and I'm going to use that to segue. If you're interested in seeing the construction of a Rocky Patel cigar
1: firsthand,
0: there is a way that you can do that. I know several times a year, Rocky sponsors trips to Honduras, to their factories, where basically the group of people that goes down there, their only cost is the airfare to get there and to get home. And I know you know a little bit more about the details of those trips.
1: Yep, for the, the price of an airline ticket, I think did some research. is about 800 bucks for a round trip ticket to uh, Tegucigalpa, which is the capital of Honduras. You fly down. They pick Rocky Patel will pick you up there. They escort you back to their factory, and you spend three nights and four days getting to see their facilities. You get to walk through the tobacco fields. You get to see the curing barns and their storage sheds. They, uh, they provide all of the food and drink while you're there, and uh, even though you're flying into Honduras, they take one day of that trip and they drive you into Nicaragua to see the newest Rocky Patel factory that's in uh, Esteli, Nicaragua. Uh, it is probably the trip of a lifetime if you enjoy cigars. You even get to blend your own cigar using tobaccos they have available. You know, if they have 8 or 10 available, you walk through and you say, I want a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and they'll roll it for you and you get to smoke it right there with your friends, uh, all while enjoying some fine liquors or foods or whatever it is. So um, if you're interested in this trip, I'd recommend going down to your local tobacconist and asking for their help getting in touch with the Rocky Patel rep for that region and uh, it's pretty easy to set up a trip from there.
0: One thing you mentioned there, the blending of your own cigar. I think as cigar smokers we've all sat here and it's all crossed our minds of what it would be like to blend our own cigar and have an opportunity to smoke that and have other people smoke it with us and just see if we think we know as much as we think we do.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no joke, right? I think there are times where we smoke a cigar and we think, oh, I could do better than this. Well, uh, put your money where the mouth is and uh, get on down to Honduras and put, put together your own cigar. Who knows? You might be the next uh, the next Rocky Patel.
0: And we're about halfway through the Royale stick at this time. I gotta say it's one of the more consistent sticks that I've smoked in a long time. I've had this is probably my fourth one overall that I've had of these, so it's definitely not a one-shot deal. I keep coming back to them because they are good.
1: As a as a retailer, what I've noticed is because Rocky Patel has so many great cigars, some customers are hesitant to try something new from the line. Um, but the ones I have had try the new Royale, uh, they come back, almost almost every single one of them has come back and bought another one or two or three more. So it is just a fantastic smoke. I get, again, I'd compare it maybe to the 15th anniversary, um, in, in some ways similar to the Decade, which is, I think, the highest-ranked cigar that Rocky has made. So it's, it's up there with the Titans from Rocky, and it, it's, it's really fantastic.
0: And you hit on an interesting point there. There's so much selection just in the Rocky Patel brand alone. Some people get in a comfort zone with cigars and they only smoke one or two particular blends that they like. But there's so much out there. Like, for instance, I love the Rocky Patel Edge Habano. Uh, It's one of my favorite cigars and one of the most consistent cigars out there.
1: I think that might have been one of the first ones made at their new Nicaragua factory. Mm -hmm.
0: That's a fantastic cigar. If you have not smoked that one yet, you definitely need to get out there and try that one.
1: That's the, uh, for those who don't know, that's the edge, the Rocky Patel edge with the blue band at the foot. So it's a, they call it the Habano, but it is all Nicaraguan tobacco grown from Cuban seed. So the the Royale, uh, Mark was just talking about the consistency, and uh, I, I agree. If I had to give it just an initial rating at about the halfway point, I'd probably put it at an eight, maybe even eight and a half. Um, very enjoyable, it's got that creamy coffee note. There's a bit of a bitter finish to it, but it doesn't hang on long. And there's still that background sweetness that again, I'm, I'm having trouble describing, but I would, I would say maybe um, kind of like a nutty sweetness.
0: I agree, There, there is, I'm actually eating some Hershey's chocolate at the moment to curb the bitterness a little bit. We were actually talking about that earlier this morning about how Chocolate can, in some ways, block off some of the taste buds in your mouth, and one of those taste buds it tends to block is bitterness. So if you have a cigar that's exceptionally bitter, try a little chocolate, and you might get some deeper flavors out of that cigar.
1: And even if it's not bitter, I think it's kind of fun to pair cigars with, you know, a, a good drink or even a good food. And uh, there are websites out there that that's what they do—they they pair cigars and and food and beverage for you. But chocolate is one that, um, you know, next time you're smoking a cigar, just grab one little bite of chocolate, um, put it in your mouth as you're smoking, and just see how it changes the cigar. I've heard that um, pistachios actually work in a similar way.
0: Yeah, speaking of drink pairings, there's a a great website out there, uh, stogiesontherocks.com, Uh, They do some solo cigar reviews, but one of their biggest things is pairing cigars with alcohol. So if you have a cigar and you'd like to know something that it pairs with well, give those guys a look. Because they've got a great uh, database of reviews and combinations that they've tried in terms of drink pairings.
1: Mark, I remember you telling me a little bit ago that uh, Cigar Tipsures just had a a big milestone.
0: Yeah, we just passed uh, 500 followers on Twitter. We did a giveaway associated with that. What we gave away was five cigars. We gave away a GTO barber pole, a La Serena Merlion. I probably screwed up the name on that one if I did. I'm sorry. Uh, a 5 Vegas A-Series, uh, small cigar, but that one packs a big punch. An original Camacho Corojo, not the new version. And a Gurkha Redwich that we just gave away
1: for that. Very, and nice, very nice.
0: When we hit 600 followers, we're going to do it all again
1: to give away a mercedes right
0: um no <laughs> <laughs> i will give you a mercedes hot wheels car
1: excellent you heard it right here guys mark will be giving away a mercedes hot wheel car
0: just a few other things speaking of twitter that i'd like to throw out on sundays uh most every sunday we did skip mother's day but on sundays we have something at 3 p.m eastern standard time called the hashtag sunday Cigar Uh, it's hosted by Robusto Babe who does some writing for us and basically anyone that wants to get involved all you got to do is buy the cigar if you look at uh, her website robustobabe.blogspot.com you can find a list of the cigars that we're gonna do over the next couple of months but basically what it is is at three o'clock Eastern on Sundays we all light up that cigar and we just herf it and talk about it and see what our thoughts are, rate it a little bit, and overall just have fun with it. Coming up this particular Sunday uh, is the Arturo Fuente Añejo Spectacular Cigar, in my opinion. We're going to hurt that one this Sunday. But like I said, if you go to her website, you can see the list of all the cigars that are coming up over the next two months, I believe.
1: That sounds awesome. Yeah, check it out, guys. Uh, especially for those backyard smokers who, who don't always have a buddy available, join the crew. Uh, smoke with some friends, get to know people and uh, it'll make the experience much better, I promise you.
0: Absolutely, so any more thoughts on the Royale as we get a little closer to the finish here?
1: I think I'm, I'm comfortable saying at this point that the, the Royale is a medium to full uh, strength cigar. Uh, it's still consistent with that, that coffee, earthy um, hint of spice, but all wrapped in smooth uh, smooth smoke. I've been, I've been pleasantly prized by the hints of sweetness that come through occasionally. I wish I could identify that sweetness more accurately, but uh, I'm just going to stick with nutty as as, as how I describe it.
0: This is definitely a great cigar. If you go out to your local cigar, if you go out to your local cigar shop and pick one up, I really don't think you're going to be disappointed. And actually, speaking of that, that's a subject I think near and dear to both of our hearts as we're sitting here recording this in the back of a cigar shop, and that is that. We hope that you guys go out and you support these brick-and-mortar cigar stores that are out there so that we all have places to go and lounge around and get away from the world for a little while.
1: Absolutely. Uh, you know, I'm a little bit biased as, as an owner of a cigar shop, but here's what I know. And, uh, you know, with the cigar giants out there, think of them as Walmart. With the cigar giants out there cutting prices and not having to charge tax, it is difficult for the small, small brick-and-mortar guys that your local business owners to uh, compete and you know it's one of those things where you might not miss them until they're gone until you have no choice but to buy online all the time so i'd encourage you to to get out there and even if the cigar costs a dollar or two more remember that the personal interactions you get at the cigar shop the first-hand knowledge of the product and the the people you get to smoke with and meet while you're there that all has a value as well so even if you're spending a dollar or two more Go give it a try and uh, support your local business.
0: Absolutely, you know. There's, you, you never meet a stranger in a cigar shop. You know, we're we're all here for the same reason. We just want to relax and smoke and talk about whatever's on our mind and have a good time. So make sure you're supporting these guys. That way, we all still have a place to come out and you know get away from our problems for a while and enjoy good cigars and good conversation and good sports and good booze and trippers and whatever else might be available. <laughs>
1: I don't know what cigar shops have strippers, but if uh, if anyone hears of one, let me know.
0: Actually patent pending on that.
1: <laughs> hey, earlier I mentioned uh, that this was a medium strength, medium to full strength cigar. And I just wanted to take a moment to clarify something that I see a lot of uh, misconceptions about at the cigar shop here. When, when talking about a cigar, you've got the strength of the cigar, which refers to the, the nicotine strength. And then you have the flavor of the cigar. And it is possible to have a, a low nicotine cigar that has really bold and strong flavors. And it is also possible to have a high nicotine cigar that also has really mild and smooth flavors. Just keep that in mind when you're shopping for cigars. Don't be intimidated by words like full bodied or medium, uh, medium to full bodied. Ask about strength. Ask, ask if this cigar is gonna make you sick or ask if this has bold flavors because um, asking the right questions will get you the answers you want.
0: Absolutely. I mean in terms of strength, you know you're talking much more about the nicotine and you know I, when I first started smoking cigars, I, I walked in and not knowing what I was getting, I, I picked up a cane, which happens to be some of the strongest cigars that you can get <laughs> yeah. you can get, which quite frankly made me sick as a dog. No offense to cane. I, I love their cigars now, but I, I was not prepared for what I bought that day. So
1: and that's another benefit of the brick and mortar. Uh, walk walk in ask ask the questions let them know that hey i smoke cigars once a month or i smoke cigars every day and uh they'll use that information and they'll they'll point you in the right direction they'll they'll help you avoid that cane if you have no business smoking a <laughs> cane uh or if, or if you're ready for the strongest cigar out there you know they'll they'll find that lfd or whatever it is
0: just coming back to the royale for just some final thoughts and to kind of wrap this thing up a little bit as i mentioned earlier i've smoked this cigar this makes either the fourth or fifth time. I'm not exactly sure. But I smoked it several times. It, it's incredibly consistent. I've never had a bad burn. Draw is always good. In terms of a, a number rating, I think I'm setting squarely on an eight. It, it's definitely something that is going to be a regular in my humidor. And it's definitely one of the regular things that I smoke when I'm here in the shop.
1: I am not a, uh, a professional cigar pairing expert uh but i would say this would be a great after dinner cigar with a glass of bourbon or scotch or even a stout beer just kick back and relax uh, enjoy the enjoy those coffee notes enjoy that spice Uh, and i'm I'm with mark i'd put this at an eight or an eight plus and honestly it, it is absolutely something i'll smoke and continue to smoke
0: absolutely i want to thank everybody for downloading the podcast today and just for hanging out with us here hopefully you were uh smoking or enjoying a fine cigar while you were doing it i want to take a moment again to say thank you to both kirk and jake of patriot cigars for having us here and possibly more importantly putting up with us like i said they they lend us the back of our shop to do this sometimes so we sit back here and we have fun with it so a big thank you to those guys who have been nothing but supportive of the entire cigar tipsters endeavor
1: yeah we love uh we love mark and mark and uh, and what they're doing for the cigar industry, both locally and and on a big scale. If you guys are interested in in getting involved, again, check out CRA at uh, cigarrights.org and uh, continue to smoke them if you got them.
0: Absolutely. Thanks for joining us.